0: Dear fellow wanderers, human beings, (laughs) welcome to this ninth episode of the Pearl Dialogues. My name is Wazi, and together with Elin, I host this podcast. We are both students of the Diamond Approach, and in this particular podcast, we have informal or conversational interviews with teachers of this school. For those who are new to The Diamond Approach, it is a school that explores the true nature of reality, what it means to be a human being, and the process of actualizing more of our human potential. For those of you who are completely new to this podcast, it has a slightly different format than most other episodes. We are very much focused on what is happening in the present moment which is why we sometimes allow for stillness and we also ask each other what is happening in the moment. So there is this balance between understanding, knowledge and also being, being in the moment. So with every episode, we invite the listener to be in touch with themselves, to listen deeply and to sense yourself sense your arms sense your legs be in touch with the environment you're in and that way the full journey the full experience can unfold in today's episode we talk with angelica bohme who is a german diamond approach teacher and it's a very rich conversation where we touch upon the topic of how to embody deeper awareness and presence in daily life We talk about the central relevance of compassion and how compassion is such an essential quality on the path of personal development and spiritual maturation. We also touch upon integrity and how to be in the world without necessarily being consumed by it. In addition to that, we also dive into the process of ego development and how that plays a role in our human evolution. So I find Angelica to be such an inspirational human being. I really value her presence and there is so much wisdom and love that comes through. Finally, I want to say, if there is any concepts or words that we use during the podcast that you're not familiar with, you can go to diamondapproach.org slash glossary, where you will find a whole library that describes each concept in detail. So let's say we speak about the superego, you can write the superego in the glossary and you will find a description of what we mean. We do our best to describe the words that we use so that it is friendly to anyone who listens. Also, the people who are not familiar with the Diamond Approach Logos teaching, you can find the links in the description. I very much invite you to reach out to me on welcome at yodacommunity.org if you have any comments, questions, feedback. That is all I had to say for now. Enjoy the podcast and yeah, much love.
1: Hey everyone and welcome back. You are listening or watching us in the Pearl Dialogues and our new episode. Tonight, for today, the teacher that we're having with us is Angelika Böhme. And yeah, very excited to see how tonight is going to unfold. Uh, but first, let's let let's take a round, like a check-in round. Angelika and Vasi, just say your name, where you are in the world right now, and what it's like for you to be here.
2: Mm.
3: Thanks, Celine, for your invitation, Dwarzy. Mm. Very much appreciate <laughs> to be here with you. Yeah, my name is Angelika böhme and I'm living in Leipzig uh, in East Germany. So actually the area which was freed after the revolution 30 years ago after the when the wall broke down. So I'm very happy to to live here now.
0: Thank you both. Yeah, my name is Wazi and happy to be here. I'm based in Oslo, Norway. I've been traveling around living in different places, but I grew up here and now I'm back. For two years and yeah i am looking forward to this conversation and see 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 where it takes us this is now i think our ninth episode so far so we've been uh, yeah. deep and and far uh, with many teachers of the diamond approach
1: yes and my name is Eileen, and i actually just moved to malcom not so far away from where the diamond approach scandinavia group meets twice per year Um, and this is located in sweden and uh, right now i yeah i'm like oh it's about to start we already started the the episode really started and it's really curious to see what will unfold
3: yeah very much sparkling you're the field It's sparkly
0: field. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice opening, actually sparky field, what does that mean? You know, a field and the sparky field, maybe we can just dive into what's present, what's happening.
3: Yeah, I'm just aware of quite an aliveness here. I mean meeting you the first time and then there is a connection, liveness, sparkling, joyful, and the curiosity. I've never done this myself, so I'm also curious what's going to come out here. Yeah, that's how it feels. Hmm.
0: Yeah, and I really feel the warmth coming through when you speak. Uh, and also, yeah, the enliveness really coming from you as well. So it's a, it's a nice, yeah, feel that is emerging between us. And uh, what's happening for you, Ellen?
1: Yeah, I'm just in the like, unknowing, waiting. I'm like, I'm ready. There's like a, a readiness, like sitting and, and waiting, but yeah, I'm ready <laughs>
3: hmm. yeah what comes to me is um, with this aliveness in the field is that actually that is a very significant Us aspect of the diamond approach as well this aliveness this unfolding this not knowing as you just said i mean this uh, not knowing just being with not knowing and seeing what wants to reveal from this not knowing and how an adventure this can be the three of us on an adventure trip here right now (laughs) and see what wants to come (laughs) yeah and this at the same time i mean there is a a sparkling joy and there is um, serenity right simplicity that we can just be where we are in this moment so wonderful so easy yeah yeah
1: what comes to me is this um, a sentence i heard yesterday that we're hanging out in front of the fireplace of the zoom together and like Mm -hmm. meeting yeah something connecting us and also quite cozy yeah Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
2: yeah well
1: i have a question can i can i go
0: Please. <laughs> <Jeez>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, there I go. <laughs> Angelica, um, I would like to know a bit about uh, your background. Like, how did you get into the diamond approach? Where, how did you find
3: it? And why did you stay? Mm, that's already two big questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why did I stay? I mean, um, the question that comes to me is who took the choice, you know. But anyhow, so I I heard of a diamond approach from my husband actually, and we went to uh, to a retreat. Jean Hay, my, she's now the, the she's the lead teacher of my ongoing group, Jean Rosenblum um and she gave a retreat in sist in germany so we went there but actually already when i went there it was clear for me that i would join her group so and i guess this is what um a lot of us know from certain points in our lives that There are moments where you just know. And I get goosebumps when I say this. You know, like like these moments where uh, it's not a question at all. It just comes your way. Somebody says something or invites you to go somewhere. And then suddenly it's so clear. That's what you gonna engage in that's how it happened to me so there was no question and i had similar occasions before in my life related mainly to my spiritual path so this is how i joined and and i was just very much uh when i meet Jean. And also the other teachers, I had the luck that a lot of other senior teachers would teach together with her, our group, that they were also different. All very much, I mean, developed on their spiritual path and so different. And this Brings me back to the liveness which appears here in the in the field. That uh, what I also see in the diamond approach that it's such a. On one hand, it's a a wisdom which is valid for whole humanity. On the other hand, and a path which is available uh, to everybody uh, who wants uh, to, to join it. Um, so there is not a specific way how you need to be on the other hand um, this journey so much reveals the uniqueness of each of us so this is something I really love really appreciate this what we would call the pearl this this very unique Uh, expression of the soul each one is with the i mean in the world but also the yeah the specific spirit one has so and i could see this in the teachers this was really uh inspiring to me
1: how did you decide that you were going to go from being a STEM student to also become a diamond approach teacher
3: hmm. i would say this was the same that i there was it was offered the rising was offered this um this teacher training was offered i think 10 years ago and um and this was also this was absolutely clear that I would join it mm-hmm. and uh, anyhow I, I mean I I started with yoga when I was 12 years old so already there and I didn't have any clue about yoga I just saw a book in the library and I, I, I thought I'm gonna take it with me and I'm gonna start to practice yoga And I started to practice meditation and it ran my parents crazy. But um, uh, so in a way, already at that point in time, there was a sense of when I'm old, and it seems now I am old, (laughs) when I'm old, then I'm going to be of service. I'm going to be a kind of spiritual teacher. I knew at that point in time, but of course I didn't have any clue. But I always had this this view of my uh, life unfolding towards it. So, yeah, so when, when this teacher training came across this offer, then it was very clear I would join it. yeah so in a way it's not a decision it's what we would call it's an alignment of personal will and universal will yeah this knowing which comes out of it also being informed that this is what's the next step
1: Hmm. What is happening in you Angelica and see. as we're talking about this right now?
0: I'm appreciating simply being here. And not that many minutes ago, Angelica said something along the lines of Simply being present and see see what happens, see what unfolds, and that for me led me to very much relax and land in myself and sense myself, feel myself, feel my heart, um, inquire into the moment. Asking myself what's happening, what's going on. Being in touch with my own personal thread of experience while also being very much present with you guys in the collective field that we've created. And that sense of relaxation that is now present has a very clear affect of pleasure being pleasurable. And I also see my mind at times thinking, Oh, I should say something or ask questions or I see how my mind create those thoughts without going along with it. And I feel there is actually a deeper vulnerability in really offering myself to the present moment you could say and releasing an agenda releasing my agenda and in some sense is is also scary it can be scary because it confronts this, my superegos or my inner critics' expectations or ideas of what I should be like because I'm a host, and also my consideration for both of you being here, uh, wanting to create a rich, valuable experience for, for you both. Yeah, so that's a little peek into my reality. <laughs> mm.
2: yeah.
1: Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, It's great that you're sharing so honestly. And yeah, as like your co host, I felt pulled to, like, give you the in- invitation to explore and I'm here also holding the holding the space.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: What was it for you, Angelica It was a couple of minutes ago, but so maybe more. What is it for you to hear it now? How have your words impacted the sea and What is alive in you right now?
3: quite a silence and
2: depth and um,
3: ground and the sense that what we are sharing just appearing in the moment. It feels like it is coming up. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's so interesting when you say that. I when and I, when I look at you, I, I feel that there is a like a sense of vitality and electricity of some kind that is emanating from your being. So I can, I can see mm-hmm. like sparkles coming from coming from you when you speak. So mm-hmm. when I tune into what you're saying, and, and, and you expressing yourself, I can really feel the impact of that. And yeah, I, I notice also how it touches me touches my heart, I feel very I feel love. I feel love, feeling your soul. And also a sense of respect. There's a sense of respect there, really respecting who you are and, and what you are. That's comes up for me.
3: Yeah, that's what we are. Yeah. That's what we are. That's the amazing journey we are on. This is, it's interesting that this comes up here now. This is what I really, what really fascinates me with the diamond approach is it's um, deep understanding of ego development more than psychology and how this is then very precisely used i mean there's a lot of spiritual paths on the world in the world right and and every spiritual path would say it's the ego which has to die <laughs> but it's difficult you know to to get that because we are egos and when we then say we don't want to have an ego, well, then it's like, you know, like ego fighting an ego. So, what's really amazing, and this is also what, Ellen, you asked before what kept me on that path. And yeah, and also, this is also why I was also so compelled by joining the teacher training is really the precision how in the diamond approach this knowledge about of modern psychology you could say is used to work our ego structures layer by layer and with this with the inquiry with this um, with this method of, of inquiry of of um being where we are, sensing what's here, uh, being as close as possible to our direct felt experience that this gives so early deep experiences of our true nature essential qualities power strength love whatever but also spiritual experiences so i am um, the power the the power of inquiry and the to being exactly where we are, not to have any idea any belief, any agenda, Wazi, as you said, yeah? It's also emerging here. Don't have any any agenda. We will see what's gonna, I mean, I'm seeing here, right? I'm hearing right now what what is talking, (laughs) what wants to talk, what wants to be talked. (laughs) Um, That we develop in this journey A deep trust or on this journey, a deep trust into that whatever arises in our location is exactly what's needed in the moment for when we are in a session with a teacher for the transformation to happen. Well, the shift to happen from ego identity towards more true identity towards presence towards presence with presence as presence so this is also what i've find really the most amazing in this work also as a teacher I I really love this I mean when people come into a session and they speak uh, usually the students speak of a certain uh, issue they have or often at the beginning you know, there are certain issues and then the one who walks in and the one who walks out, Is different, changed, transformed, unpacked, revealed, freed out of self-images, object relations, and a bit closer to who we really who we really are. This is what I really love about the diamond approach. And as, I mean, in the work as a teacher, this is just, you you know, it's mind blowing. And hopefully it's mind blowing. Yeah, the best is that there is no, I mean, that there is no agenda, no no ideas about where the other should be, but really to, (laughs) to, to be exactly where the other is. Yeah. Hmm. Like we are
2: sharing
0: here right now. Hmm. Hmm. I'm very much with the transmission that you share right now, and I'm also curious about Alien's experience. Before asking her, I wanna I wanna I want to invite you to, for our listeners, to elaborate on being freed from self-images or object relations. What do you, What uh, could you unpack that a little bit? Because some people listening will think freed from self-images and object relations.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Good. So a small teaching in two sentences. (laughs) Just a quick, yeah. Yeah. So let's, I mean, just stay with the example, you know. Doing interview. We have an idea that... We have an idea about how we should be. Yeah. Maybe we should ask an intelligent question, right? We should... um, ask the right question we should know what's the right question is what the best question is to unfold the interview you're right now and then what you said is just not knowing dropping silence just being here So regarding object relation and self-image, what's there in a a way, what what can be there when we, and I know this from my, (laughs) I know this, of course, a lot as well. I mean, when I was in the business world, right, there's a lot of expectations and, but the biggest trouble we do to ourselves because we have a certain understanding a certain belief which is very close to us, so that we even don't see it. That, for example, I I had the sense that I, I need to be successful. Not only that I need to be successful, but I am successful. I'm really successful. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with the career, you know, like yeah, intelligent, successful, powerful, whatever you identify with. Yeah, and then there is a certain view on the world i mean the way i see my boss maybe maybe i think ah he's a stupid guy i should better have his seat (laughs) or oh wow yeah he's so brilliant blah 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 but these are all very limited ways and it's from the ego perspective very limited ways how we see ourselves how we see the other or the world and there is an affect between it so the affect is the kind of emotional sense field in it feel in it so like when i have the um, self-image like i'm a bit puffed up self-image i'm successful i mean you might already sense it's very empty right when you sense into it it's very empty but when we believe it it's like we can we have the sense i'm stronger i'm more worth you know i'm 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 uh, i should get more money (laughs) for it (laughs) and this is how you act to your boss maybe yeah And depending on which view, which object relation, so self-image, outer image, or the image of the other and the effect is, the boss will respond to it in a certain way. So we all relate. The usual way of relating from an ego perspective is That we are identified with what we think we are, we project on others how we think they are, and then we relate that way to the other. So it doesn't matter whether my boss is intelligent or not. When I'm I think I'm more intelligent and I know it better, and he's a stupid guy. I got I mean, I might not say it that way, but I made my that way. But I'm all in an object relation and not truly sensing what's really here. And this is also maybe for the ones who are not in the work. This is also a very important, tremendous work we do in the diamond approach. Not just to look into these self-images, but actually this has this narcissistic part, right? Where we puff ourselves up, um, that we come to see that ego is deficient. When you sense into it, you start to sense more and more, it's not real. I've never been the the successful one, the sufficient one, the most intelligent one. And, And this is kind of dropping into our humanness. Yeah, our humanness. Yeah, we are intelligent at times. And there are stupid things we do. So what? And it doesn't change anything on our value. For example, it doesn't have any influence on our value. What we achieve, what we don't achieve, it doesn't matter. When we come close to, when we when these object relations start to dissolve, these these beliefs and identifications with with these ideas we we, um, developed in our childhood about ourselves, then we can more and more just be. And what's really interesting is that out of being, essential qualities of this soul we are are arising exactly in the way how they are needed so this means i don't have to make myself strong or intelligent or powerful or loving but when it's needed i am that that's the shift That's the shift from ego identity to true being. You know, don't have to be strong at certain moments. Then it's maybe just needed to be soft and loving and creative. And then there are moments... We are just power is here because it's needed to cut through, you know, to tell your boss, you know, this is not what I'm going to do, what you just told me, because it's not fitting to my ethical values. So clear, so powerful, so unshakable. And that's palpable. And that's true.
0: Yeah.
3: a bit more than two sentences <laughs>
0: transmission a stream of transmission
3: yeah
0: a river the river
3: well mm. yeah, but you will know this from your work right mm. yeah it's, it's beautiful
1: is to to hear you talk and to receive the transmission it's uh, very profound.
3: Thank you mm. Thank you <laughs> beautiful beings <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And as you were speaking, I was in contact with something I'm very curious about it's um it's a sensation in my body that I cannot name I cannot pinpoint or explain what it is and it has happened to me a couple of times since I started my more holistic spiritual journey it's, um, um so I cannot say exactly what it is yes that when I, I'm having it now in, in my body it's like in my flesh or and in my bones it's something i sense and it became very strong as i was taking you in and i remember the first time i felt it was maybe three three years ago or so and then i got this flash image of the curtains in my childhood room and i knew that i used to feel this feeling when i was a kid or sensation many times but I have no idea what it is but so right now I'm very curious if it's something to do with this topic that unfolded as you were talking mm.
2: yeah yeah hmm mm.
3: So how do you feel right now when this comes up?
1: It's like this metaphor I used before. It feels like the three of us are hanging out in front of the fire. (laughs) There's not so much to do.
2: Yeah.
1: And we're just enjoying. Ah being present
2: mm-hmm.
1: like the relaxation there's a eastness it just is and it's easy and it's like yeah
3: yeah
1: everything feels about right
3: <laughs> and this sense you have in your bones you're set in the flesh and the bones who mm. oh, is this for the flesh and the bones to have this sense of sitting around the fire in this moment and fire three of us
1: I think they like it uh-huh. yeah yeah if I talk about it as something that I discriminate a bit from so i can see it more clearly it's it's like they like it it's it also has a certain taste the sensation there's always this taste in the palate like the roof of my mouth and it's uh, it's really fascinating that it comes like this sometimes and goes again yeah something from within me that's
3: yeah wants to tell me something oh yes Mm. wants to be discovered yeah reveal more yeah Mm
1: -hmm. and it's usually so easy for me to understand what things are or like I get very clear Mm -hmm. like images or pictures or sensations I know this is this this and this but this one it's like an enigma like it's probably the one of the few only things so far that I'm like what is it and I don't know and I'm quite happy
2: about it actually mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: Mm. how are you a sea in front of your fire or fire <sighs>
0: yeah i felt we moved into very interesting topics here and with angelica's sharing about ego development how we tend to identify with ideas and images of ourselves and roles and so forth and the relevance of that so the thread that i got going and that I know is relevant for a lot of people is embodying embodying presence in daily life also when life is demanding Um, so let's say you are you work in a business environment you're surrounded by people who are not oriented towards presence and often there is a there is a paradigm, you're, you're, you're operating in a paradigm that is oriented around materialism, generally, that always has an agenda. So to stay grounded in something deeper in that context seems to be very challenging. And uh, I know this from my own experience, I've heard it so many places as well. So uh, what I'm curious about. Uh, How would you say that process has been for you, Angelica, in bringing realization, deeper awareness into daily life?
3: This is how we say where the pearl becomes its polishing. Yeah, where this unique expression of the soul we are is rubbed and I would say it's quite a challenge it's definitely quite a challenge I mean I um I was really so uh blessed by uh the possibility and yeah, the possibility to do inner work already very early. And I mean, I didn't have any clue at that point in time, but the persons I worked with, that actually they were sitting there as quite a presence, which makes quite an impact. Um So, and I would say my career, my professional career in the, I mean, I, I started in, um, so I actually in the scientific uh, education. And then uh, I was leading development projects in the chemical industry and uh, then in commercial roles and business strategic roles. So um, I would say that without the inner work I did, there would have never been that career. And on the other hand, of course it enabled me. I mean, it, it enabled me over time. It, it unfolded me and enabled me to deal with um, more demanding situations, to cope with more demanding situations. Because what, what you can, what you definitely bring in is a more a um. Uh, serenity right i mean there is even if it's challenging for you there is a place developing in you where you feel trust and you feel safe and you feel held and this is not depending on what happens around you and this is building through inner work spiritual work um so in a way, people sense this. I would say, even if they can't name it. I mean, usually nobody in this world, in this uh, business world, would come to you and say, "So I, I'm, I'm aware that, uh, as you just said, uh, that you are, um, have been developing towards presence, towards being more present." Nobody would say that, right? but people sense something is different. So usually, um, or not usually, but but often I can imagine that people who are more close to who they really are, that um, others sense that there is a bigger capacity kind of, to be with certain situations but of course it's rubbing because when when you are closer to true nature then then ethical values are very close to you it's about your heart about your truth about you what 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 feels right and not and this is nothing which is just happening in your mind it's something what you feel what what you directly know whether it's okay to release another 100 people not just to increase profit or whether it doesn't feel right whether you allow yourself to speak up or not and this is rubbing and this is the other side is that i would say it's very helpful to be in the world that's why i mean in the diamond approach we appreciate that we acknowledge that we don't sit in a in a cave we really know also that we can grow in the world and there the rubber hits the road For you are listening
1: and don't know so much about the diamond approach we usually meet with your group one week twice per year and then in between you also have private sessions with a teacher where you go deeper and, and deeper and deeper but especially during the weeks when you meet you can do a lot of intense inner inner work and unfoldment and around this you have your everyday life you you work or you have family and yeah so it's a it's a way to do your inner work and also be integrated in the world
3: yeah yeah thank you for pointing that out it's um uh, when we look at uh how usually the ongoing groups uh, start the first part of the journey is really about um life yeah about i mean usually we have uh, we have one week teaching on strength and the distorted forms of ego strength and aggression and these things so it's very close to the way we are working is really very close to life life situations yeah how do you feel in life how how is your life going how how what kind of experience do you have of feeling strong or or are you identified with being the weak one yeah it's and and this brings you close to on one hand to the experience of to experiencing um, essential strength so real strength the uh, presence as strength in you um and it is helping to integrate this into your life. So it's it's both. I mean, the first part of the journey is definitely a lot related to the world. Power, strength, love, compassion, joy. And there is a lot, Barzi, to come back to your question, there is a lot, I think, um industries, uh, companies could learn. I mean, the whole society. This is the openness. What comes to me, I mean, I was working in, in uh in a development department, yeah. So the to be in not knowing, for example, we have a world like you need to know what to do, yeah. But to do really new things in research. You have to not know. I mean, you can't make yourself not knowing, but actually there is a capability or capacity of some people to really just drop into not knowing. And then from there, just be with a question, how could this work, you know? Or how does this work when you look in at science? Yeah, and then there can be experiences, uh, insights, just coming out in that moment where you see suddenly. I think this was what Kepler, what Kepler um, uh, discovered. Yeah, where he who was uh, looking into how the the planets would move around the sun. Yeah, that it is a how is it called in English ellipse, yeah, and not a circle. So, and and I uh, I think it was that he didn't have any clue, and he let himself being in not having any clue, and then suddenly he just saw it. So this is the way of insight we are working a lot with in the diamond approach right that we just let ourselves not know and and investigate and and i mean the object we <laughs> investigate you could say is it's what's here but it's the same approach and and this is um this is just an example how this uh, how the way of being closer to what we really are and the capacities this soul has or being has uh how this is Uh, how this can inform us, how this can move things in the world. Hmm. And I mean, I just, I, I actually feel very inspired by all the Um, human beings who are coming forward in a true way in the area they um, I could say are manifested (laughs) yeah so it's I mean whether it's climate change whether it's uh, new ways of doing business in Germany, we have a lot of co-ops now, startups started as co-ops or even uh, charitable organizations. So there is there are people who are really bringing in a deeper understanding of other ways how we can live our lives closer to what we really are as human beings. What can, comes yeah.
0: to mind when we speak of this. Um, Yeah, thank you for sharing all of that. I'm I'm here I'm resonating with what you're sharing and the river that is flowing. Mm -hmm. One thing that really stood out for me is the word integrity when you were speaking about Mm -hmm. right action when you were speaking about not only working from our head, but actually being attuned to our heart being attuned to our soul and listening deep listening into is this actually right is this in alignment with who i am my values and so forth which is such a big uh, i reckon integrity and the whole thread of uh, inquiry that goes goes with that is so essential in 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 what you said just now coming forth in a true way can you yeah. come forth in a true way within without integrity something has to be abandoned if we're coming forth in a false way then we must be abandoning integrity and abandoning ourselves in some way while if we come forward in a true way that would imply a certain level of integrity so i feel that is something that stands out and also one thing that i've come to become very much aware of and that i've also dived into very deeply is what orient human beings, what is the primary core orientation of each individual human being and how that is such so defining for the choices that we make and the life that we manifest and the degree of integrity that we live with. And for some people, orientation might be an abstract word, but it's essentially for me, it's about what is our priority what is it that we live for and if we really value the truth if we're oriented towards the truth um, if I really want to find out in a true way what's what is happening inside of me what is the genuine truth of my experience what is the genuine truth in my relationship with my friends what is the genuine truth in my role in terms of what is happening in my role if I'm a student, or in my relationship to work, or whatever it may be, and in the contrast of not being oriented towards the truth and being more haphazard, then we'll just follow the follow the follow the um, the ego lights. Somehow, like whatever, whatever grabs our attention, our instincts, what, whatever desire comes up, you know, uh, and 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 also maybe succumb more to patterns that are playing out in our mind. So these are the these are the insights and these are the um, reflections that are coming to me when you speak. And like I said, uh, when you, especially when you said living. Or moving forward in a true way I feel that rings with a lot of depth and contemplating that is a very deep deep inquiring question for any human being particularly on on a path of awakening or a path of true self-actualization uh, a path of authenticity and everything that goes with that
3: yeah. Yeah, thank you, Wazi. And what comes to me is that it's important to see that this is a development. We all have an ego self. Yeah, It's an important part of our development. Our instinctual drives are, I mean, they are in our DNA. Yeah? We are part of the animals. So what comes to me when you speak is this kind of compassion, you know kind of compassion and forgivingness and so with ourselves to be patient with ourselves. And this I think this is also something I mean I this comes to me now, I mean in the diamond approach. what I also like is, with this radical openness with whatever arises, that there is not such a, yeah, we have ethical values. Of course, we have ethical values. We don't want to act out anger or hatred. But we are working with it. So in case we are not that close to our truth, we are not that close to this real being we are yeah that we see that, that we look into it and we are curious to find out more and and I must say the work with hatred, I mean there are religions who say you, you shouldn't feel hatred. Now I would say every human being feels hatred at times. It doesn't help to say don't feel hatred. It even doesn't help don't act it out because we act out. We hate the one who is trying to be faster on the highway than we are. Yeah? It's not just that we are angry, we are hateful at times, yeah, or in a lane or whatever, you know, simple things. And when it comes to the big things, even more. So what what is important, I think also for people who don't know the diamond approach when we speak here of ethical values and being true, you know, and being truthful. Um, that the way our soul purifies, the way our soul becomes more and more realized is including very inclusive actually very inclusive of being with every place in us which shows up and when this is tremendous hatred we are with that okay i told my boss fuck off okay was not the best thing to do maybe (laughs) Yeah. But then, you know, being home and feeling the rage, maybe still, and, you know, and then sensing, okay, what, what, let me do that. And then actually, I realized, yeah, I felt like the little one and treated as the little one and he became kind of my father. Yeah. In a similar way, I always hated, you know, then I can see through that, then this object relation can release. And then I come to a more true place and maybe next day tell my boss, you know, this and that of what you said was really not okay for me. But I also can see it was not okay to say to say to you, fuck off. Yeah. And then we can be with, in compassion with the other, in compassion with ourselves, forgiving and more true in our humanness. So I, this is just what comes to me when you speak, Wazi of, of this integrity. And this is a learning. This is some development. This is a, There are moments in my life, in my career, where I regret, actually, that I didn't have the integrity I would have now. It's just as it is. Mm. And in relationships. We all have these places.
0: beautiful sharing mm. and beautiful sharing on compassion mm. uh, I really resonate with that perspective. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I am wondering if it's time for a song.
2: Mm.
1: Not a song, the song that yes. you brought for us. So Angelica, as you are feeling the impact of this song that you chose for us, can you share what, what's happening in you right now and how come you, you brought this song?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah actually it always touches me deeply so I love to sing it with my yoga courses as well and so in this case when you are invited and you both invited me uh, you bring a gift and this is the gift I brought today yeah and the reason I picked this uh mantra this song is and that's also why it touches me so deeply it's this very much deep expression of our hearts of the hearts we are uh of selflessness and dedication of service and prayer to all beings, all humanity. I mean, this is what it speaks to this old Sanskrit mantra, the well being of whole humanity, the peace for whole humanity. Um, yeah. Just feel it's good in these times. Oh. When our heart can express in a selfless way, in a loving, kind way towards all humanity, and it makes a difference. The presence we are makes a difference. The openness of our heart makes a difference, it has impact.
2: yeah
0: talking about this reminds me of a, uh, an experience I had uh, a number of years ago where I was laying in my bed and it was after I've been on the path and I felt I've like absorbed a lot of wisdom from many teachers I had been doing retreats I've been diving deep into myself and with a tremendous amount of energy and interest and curiosity. and Then I came to a point one day, where I was laying in my bed. And I was thinking to myself, okay, so I've, I've, I've come to understand certain principles, I've come to know myself in new ways. But I don't know what love is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know what love is.
2: Yeah
0: and i and in that context i also saw my own selfishness i was aware of my own selfishness my own self-centeredness and how that was was a part of my journey and that was something that was happening and and it was a part of the process Um, and what moved me to to bring this in is because you know in many ways we've been talking about very powerful principles selflessness dedication integrity and as a collective we don't live up you know we're on a spectrum it's a continuum where we find ourselves maybe uh, in in some ways uh, in in the earlier stages of our development where we're like self- Selfishness is experienced uh, often, perhaps, and, and also hearing thoughts, hearing ideas of love and selflessness, a lot of people won't necessarily be able to relate to that. That might even trigger hatred or a sense of deficiency. So I guess what made me bring that perspective in and is, is a sense of, uh, yeah, just a compassion for, for that situation. and And also, Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I had to say.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm feeling pretty blind right now. Like a bit in the unknowing, except we're allowed the not knowing and feels a bit like I'm I'm watching you guys and us, and it's like, yeah, it's like this leaf from the stream passing by, and then another leaf comes. And there's uh, a lot to it, but also very, very little. (laughs) It's this easiness
3: again. But yeah. Yeah, I wonder how you are experience your hearts. This is this what we call heart in this moment.
1: Nothing is really coming to me right now. Maybe it's also because I'm sensing like a direction that it's time to tune out soon. That we had the conversation Mm -hmm. for like a bit more than over one hour. And like my, my intuition is moving more towards tuning out than to deep into the heart that's Mm -hmm. where I am right now. How about you, Bessie?
0: So my physical posture, I would say is that of an open chest, I feel that my chest is open and leaning forward, and that my shoulders are leaning backwards. So I clearly sense an openness in my heart, and there is also I would say a palpable sense of presence here, a sense of vitality, and I did feel a, yeah, a sense of compassion coming in before with what I shared around not knowing what love was and at that time partially being a bit depressed about it mm-hmm. um, and also how that insight led to inspiration and curiosity of wanting to find out <laughs> i want to find out that was actually the genesis of a new quest or a new movement into really finding out what is love what is love truly i want to know
3: yeah the the reason why this question came to me is that my sense has been being with you there there is such a kindness and loving um attunement Loving being together mm-hmm. and also selfless service you are doing here for the community. Yeah, so this is this is an expression of selfless service, Kind, open. Yeah. yeah. And I very much appreciate and I'm I feel grateful for this opportunity to meet you both. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we meet each other at the summer retreat somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much for your service. Mm. Mm.
1: Thank you. And also thank you for saying that to us and mirroring that back to us i think yeah. maybe sometimes me and the or i can just talk for myself but we can feel a bit lonely um on our side of the podcast and then just to get to hear like what it's like for you to have been here or or if the listeners and to listening to this if you want to tell us what it's like to listen to the podcast or Mm -hmm. like or if you have any questions or yeah like we're so we're so happy to to hear what what or i am so happy to hear what it does what it brings to others this this gift yeah to be of service and also to be of value
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do you say, Vasi? That?
0: Yeah, so my sense it's I feel this very deep mutuality, like I said before, uh, I feel it's for me an honor to meet with you, Angelica, I really appreciate Mm -hmm. who you are, your soul and how it comes to expression. And when I say that, I really notice how it's coming from the deepest depths of, of myself, that my my core, um, and I feel I feel the value that comes through your expression and the depth of integrity and uh, the light, the light and the love. Mm. So, in some sense, I feel very blessed to be here with you. And hmm, yeah, I feel I've said it. What comes word doesn't really touch it. It's it's a very deep feeling. It's a very deep sensation in my heart. Yeah. Hmm. yeah and that's for the podcast it's just rolling on it's rolling on i i notice when i tune into myself it's there's such a lightness around it and such a wonderful curiosity and a wonderful openness and it's it is manifesting in ways that really brings value to people's life uh, out of a very in some sense, innocent project of, of feeling, seeing the potential and seeing the possibility of, of creating these conversations and knowing, feeling in, feeling the potent potential that is, lies within it. And then simply witnessing how this, how the richness that's, that emerges from that uh, and how that actually benefits people and benefits us and also seems to benefit everyone involved.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: and uh, we also talked about that we really would like to invite the the community like you people who are listening your students of the diamond approach or not like do you have do you have questions you would like us to ask the teachers do you have topics that you would like us to dive into what is valuable what do you want to see more of we we are really interested and and open-minded and open-hearted and we want to hear from you if you if you want to let us know so we can like co-create this for you and and with you yeah
0: that practical note in the description you will find a feedback form that we've created on google Form. if you feel moved and you've listened to one or more two or more episodes and would um, feel inclined to fill that out, it would be a very wonderful uh, gift to us in the development of this project. Also, our email is welcome at yodacommunity.org, which you can also find in the descriptions. Yeah. Do you want to share something, Angelica, in terms of? um I mean I know you're a teacher are you accepting new students and do you have any groups that you're connected to in terms of teaching if if someone wanted to yeah move on from here
3: Yeah I mean I I definitely love to to work I mean to do single sessions I very much love that and I also have some space hmm. And uh, especially for, I mean, I'm working online, of course, as all do, but uh, I would also very much love to be available for the local community. As my sense is also that localization, local community is going to develop more. So I'm in Leipzig, Eastern Germany, Berlin is not far away, Dresden, I mean. And I really love to work with the young people here There are a lot of young people who really start their journey. And so I'm yeah, I have some offers and it's easy to find them on my website, human unfoldment de.
2: Thank
1: you. Great. Okay, shall we tune out? just uh, yeah. some words for for the moment. Um and then we say goodbye for now. <laughs> um I'm connected with this like slight vibration in my chest. And I'm very aware that I'm going to go and pick up my two-year-old and 8 months old uh, two-and-a-half-year-old I mean, two son after mm-hmm. this. And it's like I'm feeling him pulling me, pulling mama. And it's going to be great to spend uh, an evening with him now. It's, um, it's all snowy outside, like 10, 12 centimeters of snow in Sweden, and it's got dark at three o'clock. So there's really this like, nice cozy winter evening. I want to have with you.
2: Yeah, mm.
0: Yeah. thank you. Mm. I feel complete.
3: Yeah, me too. I could try a little poem. I don't know whether I get this together from Tishnatan. But I love it very much. I drink a lot of tea. So so it's about drink your tea. Let me see whether I get this together. Drink your tea slowly and reverently. As if it is the axis of the world earth revolving slowly evenly and without any rush towards the future live this moment only this moment is life